What is up everyone, Dalton here. Before we hop into this episode, I just have a couple quick announcements. First off, thank you for tuning in. The support on the podcast so far has been amazing. We're super excited about the community that we're building here with Move Local. So we cannot wait to continue to grow and meet more amazing people. If you guys aren't following us on Instagram, head over there and follow us, move.local as well as sign up for our newsletter if you want to make sure that you don't miss out on any new releases of episodes, of merchandise, of exciting news that we have coming up for the Move Local community. Head over there, sign up so you do not miss out. You can find that in the bio on Instagram or in the show notes below of this episode. And then lastly, guys, if you've liked or took value from any one of our episodes so far, please head over to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever else you consume your podcast, subscribe to Move Local, and drop us a review and a rating. It really helps our podcast grow. It helps us get good feedback from you guys, what you want to hear more of, what you want us to improve on, so that we can continue to provide you with the best content possible and grow this amazing community. That is all I have for today. Enjoy this episode of Move Local. Welcome to the Move Local podcast. Our mission is to connect the movers and shakers of the Dundas and Hamilton area who pride themselves on growing a healthier and more connected community. We will do this through having conversations around health, education, entrepreneurship, and much more. We want to be part of helping you move confident, move free, and move local. What's going on, beautiful people? My name is Will. I'm going to be the host today, and I'm also with our awesome dietitian, D. Is it Mujinski? Mujinski, you got it. Did I get that right? You did. You're getting better and better. You think so? (laughs) Yeah. How are you doing today, D? Good. Thanks for having me. Yeah, no worries. I'm uh, (laughs) excited. You know, D did the podcast last time, so you know, if you haven't listened to that, you definitely got to check that out. Um, But today we've got another guest probably a little bit familiar you know if you know momentum fitness momentum fitness has been around for a little while and tyler uendike uendike okay (laughs) he is the owner of momentum fitness which has three locations uh two locations two locations okay so how are you doing today tyler good yeah thanks for having me always love connecting with you guys yeah doing well can't complain with the beautiful weather this week especially i know but just like every may long weekend it's gonna rain <laughs> just yeah, yet no so, kidding, yeah. yeah it's like it it's either super to? cold and it's supposed to rain yeah i was one so. of the lucky people that got a tea time on sunday so hopefully the Ooh. rain holds off <laughs> oh yeah i forgot about that yeah i'll cross my fingers for you all right thank you <laughs> definitely great weather we were out for a walk uh before the podcast which was nice Mm-hmm. Get out for some fresh air. Mm-hmm. Get those steps in. <laughs> I right. feel like uh, before we get into the weeds a little bit in this podcast, though, we need to say congratulations. You had your uh, first baby, right? Yeah, thank you. And I think we have to say congrats to you, too, though, <laughs> on your news. But yeah, we uh, try and deal with like, quite a bit less sleep than when we're used to, but loving every single minute of it. And I think awesome. uh, a silver lining for the lockdown is just having way more time together as a family that we wouldn't normally have. So that's been super cool. Yeah, Yeah. absolutely. And how old is the babe now? She is two months officially, uh, but she was actually five five weeks early. Okay. um, And she came out pretty small. She came out four pounds, 13 ounces. And then once, so she was admitted into the NICU. 
and then she dropped to four pounds. So we had to stay in the hospital for a bit until she got over five pounds. And actually this week she weighed in at seven pounds, four ounces. Oh, but it's so funny. We have friends <laughs> that are having babies um, like this week and last week and their baby's already heavier than ours and we're two months old. So, yeah. <laughs> oh, she'll catch up. Oh yeah, she will. <laughs> I'm really using this as a research opportunity. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so I'm curious like how it's been. You know, you're a business owner. You've got this baby, how's that been? Well, I think like I've always been a really big routine person and you're gonna have to get over the fact cause you're on baby's routine now. Um, I think like what I've done to modify is I still have a list of everything that I wanna do the next day, but instead of planning out when I'm gonna do it, I'll still have that rough plan, but I can't feel bad if I don't stick to that. You just gotta work it in whenever you can. A lot of times when the baby's napping, stuff like that but my big tip is oh, we heard this from friends but uh, a happy baby is a fed baby so make sure make sure you keep them full and there'll be a lot less crying hopefully yeah appreciate the advice maybe uh you know after the podcast i'll ask you a few more questions yeah. <laughs> but uh okay so tyler why don't you just kind of tell people like if they don't know you if they don't know momentum fitness you know just tell them a little bit about yourself yeah so uh fitness is all and like health conscious type activities and habits have always been a big part of my life. Um, it started at a young age. My family was always active and doing activities like hiking and biking and stuff like that. Um, and then grew up playing a ton of sports. So I grew up playing hockey, uh, baseball, soccer, uh, lacrosse. And then my fun sport was racing motocross. So that was really cool. Um, so yeah, I played tons of sports all my whole life. And then you get to an age in high school, uh, when you have to start dropping sports or dropping down into house league, just because the time commitments are too big with all the sports. And at that time, that's kind of when me and my friends joined a gym at that time it was premier fitness. We had no idea what we were doing at grade 11, 12 bean poles. Um, yeah, just kind of messing around in the gym because that became our new social time and kept us busy and there's some vanity in that too like oh gotta do some bicep curls and no warm-ups or anything like this I had no idea what we were doing but that's kind of when I knew like my passion was always like being healthy uh like hit, hitting the gym things like that playing sports were still a big passion so I went to school for fitness and health promotion at Humber College and then you bridge into kinesiology uh, so I did that and yeah, that was a great experience and that really made me fall in love with working out a lot more and exercise a lot more, especially because a lot of people in your program have the same mindset as you. And that's where I really learned to work out properly and program and warm up, like all, all that mm -hmm. kind of stuff, right? Um, and then throughout school, you do internships and co-ops and whatnot. And I don't want to say where they were, but I kind of got discouraged doing those because I love those big box gyms. A lot of it was like, I find we're in this industry to empower people, but a lot of their model was to like make clients or members feel lousy about themselves. And then that's your sales pitch to make them feel better kind of thing. And I, I didn't really agree with that. Um, so I kind of got discouraged about the industry as a whole. And then that's kind of when I bumped into momentum and I learned like momentum was just like a non-intimidating environment. It was meant for everybody, all fitness levels, abilities, ages, everything like that. It was all about starting people from where their starting point is, right? Not a cookie cutter program for everyone. And yeah, just like everything about momentum I loved. And then the team I loved as well. The previous owner, Craig, 
he was a great mentor to me. Uh, and then the other coaches that you guys know, Coach K, um, yeah, and a bunch of them, they, they've just been rock stars and great people to still stay connected with. But yeah, that's kind of how I got to where I am. Cool. Yeah. Just kind of rewinding back, did you ever feel like you were on the wrong path? Just talking about your experience of being, um, you know, not necessarily liking your experiences from a co-op perspective. Because I can relate to that where I was like, oh my God, what the, like I chose the wrong field. Totally. What am I doing? Yeah, yeah. I definitely did get discouraged. And it was challenging because you spend all those years in post-secondary and you think you know what you're going to do and you have this vision and then it doesn't really pan out right away and I know even at that time I actually called myself odd odd job jack because literally I did whatever I could to pay off school and I was working at like (laughs) warehouses landscaping companies a grocery store like doing everything actually how I heard about momentum I was working for a catholic uh children's aid in Hamilton and one of the people there uh, was a member at momentum and so she told me all about momentum and I kind of vented about my stuff so yeah she was like you have to connect with them i don't think they're hiring but connect and just see what happens and yeah the rest is history awesome yeah i think to answer your question though a big part of um fitness for people i think it's a lot of the environment that you grew up in too i mentioned like i grew up with more of an active family and i know like my mom was a single mom Um, we didn't really have the financial capacity to do a lot of stuff. So it was always like bike rides and public skating for three bucks, you know, (laughs) like things like that, but it was always like health, healthy stuff. And yeah, I mean, my brother loved it. And then I think like, if that's how you're raised, you kind of connect with those same people like at school and things like that. And then your teammates and things like that. So yeah, I think a lot of it's like the benefit of your environment. So I think I was pretty lucky to uh, fall into this and lo- fall in love with exercise. Yeah. You, uh, you mentioned a big word, you know, empowerment. I'd like to dive into that a little bit. Like, what do you think that actually means? I don't know. I think like, I think it means a lot of things. I think it means motivation. I think it means, uh, making people feel like they can do something like increasing their self-worth and, all that self-efficacy, everything, and just like making them feel like they can do whatever they set their mind to. And what's really cool when you see some of our members and their journeys, like some people, when they get started, they're like just walking on the treadmills as a hard workout. But then fast forward seven years later, now they're retired and their first retirement bucket list item is hiking Kilimanjaro. So we had a member do that like three years ago. And that was super exciting. And it's just so cool to see And then, like, in my opinion, gyms aren't just about, like, being an athlete or hitting PRs and stuff like that. It's just about, like, getting healthier, getting, uh, like, increasing your fitness level. And I think, like, if if you've increased your fitness level, your capacity to do things, like, expands so much more, right? So the world's your oyster, and then you truly can live your bucket list. I love that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you know, it's like... It's cool seeing momentum fitness, right? And like, uh, I think like a big aspect of momentum fitness is the community, right? And I, I know that's a buzzword, but it's clear like just by you talking about it there that that's a huge emphasis. Maybe you could dive into sort of why that's an important part of momentum fitness and maybe some of the things that you try to do to cultivate that sense of community. Yeah, totally. It's a huge part of momentum. 
um, a way, the easiest way to cultivate that is we've always capped our total membership. So it's never going to be an overcrowded gym. And because we have a smaller membership, it's so much easier to keep track of people. We touch base with them regularly every four to eight weeks, just to like check in, Hey, how are things going? We get to really know them on a personal level, like their kids or their grandkids and, um, what they're trying to achieve at the gym and even outside of the gym with their career and stuff like that. So I think that that's a huge part. And it's funny through the pandemic, I've been sent a lot of articles from people just saying like, Oh, gyms are dead. Like virtual is the new, the new age and stuff like that. But I really don't think that's the case. And that doesn't bother me at all because I think in a gym, there's much more of a community and people need that, you know, it's like being part of a community helps maybe if you're struggling with something, someone else in your community may have overcome that so you can rely on each other. And yeah, I don't know. I think community is super important. It has been much more challenging keeping mm. community throughout this, like in the virtual world and turnover and membership and stuff like that. But the best we can do is the best we can do. Right. And we're trying to provide people virtual services and do what we can and hopefully we can all stay connected through that mm -hmm. yeah. and like how are you finding that you're connecting or trying to maintain that community or cultivate it more because of covid yeah like what well, does that look like for you guys well like i said a big part of it, we still touch base with everyone because even if they haven't been to the gym in a year now we we don't want them to think we forgot about them so mm -hmm. it's still regular touch points just say hey thinking about you or um is there anything we can do to support you at home so that like that that individual follow-up I think makes makes the world of a difference versus their generic email that goes out to our entire membership that's not personalized whatsoever mm -hmm. so I think that that's one thing I think number two we've set up a virtual gym membership and that's been really cool we've actually like had people join from outside of Dundas outside of Hamilton we have members from Toronto Barrie London Sarnia oh. we have some members from Quebec and Alberta those mind you are people who were members at once <laughs> about one time so they knew who we were before joining but it's so cool like your gym is no longer your four walls your gym is boundaryless kind of thing right so yeah doing the virtual workouts great way to stay connected and I mean, class attendance goes up and down. Sometimes we only have eight people on a class and then sometimes there's like 20 people on a class. Um, but nonetheless, it's still great to connect with those people. And then we do have an on-demand option as well for people that can't make those live classes. So even though we're not really seeing them, we're still like working out and sweating with them in, in a sense, you know what I mean? So just doing things like that. We've also run quite a few virtual challenges um some of them were completely free like the, our one at christmas over the holidays was completely free because that's when we were hit with the second lockdown and we knew a lot of people were just going through a really rough time and knowing that they weren't going to see family as they normally would over the holidays so we wanted to kind of give a bright spot so making a free challenge and we had like 120 people join that um so that was really cool and then um, other challenges raise money for charity uh, for the Boys and Girls Club of Hamilton. Other challenges were for us um, just to help with cash flow. So kind of a mix of everything, yeah. trying to support everyone. But yeah, that's kind of we're kind of trying to do whatever we can here. Yeah. When did you become the owner of Momentum? Uh, November or technically December first, twenty nineteen. So like three months before the 
Oh, and, man. Uh, yeah. And it's funny because even throughout my first three months, like, you know, you start hearing reports on the news in January and people yeah. are like, oh, we're, do you have any contingency plans? I'm like, nah, nothing's going to happen, oh. you know? So, yeah, it was pretty wild. I've owned the business 18 months now and only three months where I was able to operate normally without any restrictions. The other five months that I've been open have been under very heavy restrictions uh, because even even before we moved to the color code system, I still wanted, knowing that we have an older clientele, I want everyone to feel really safe and comfortable and also can't afford an outbreak at Momentum either, right? right. I want to keep everyone safe. So we, since July 27, when we reopened, we were already operating with all the red zone restrictions plus even more. So even when we moved to the color codes, and we moved into those color codes it didn't affect us in any way but still five months of operating under like really hard restrictions uh with capacity limits and everything like that and then the rest i guess the other 10 months have been closed yeah <laughs> and then yesterday's announcement you see that there's it's looking like we might not open until at least august now with their new reopening plans so just got to buckle up and keep doing our virtual thing and trying to do our best to support our members and at the end of the day, that's why we got into this business anyway, yeah. to support people and make sure they feel their best and they live their healthiest life. So whatever we can do to support them, we'll try to do. For sure. Yeah. I do kind of have a personal question. Like when yeah, you're talking absolutely. and just, you know, um, you, you haven't really been open at all, like face to face with people. So like you're a new business owner and you're essentially like having to navigate this thing that just got thrown your way the word that comes to mind is resiliency and like on a personal level, like how wild has this journey been for you? Because like, I feel like there's probably some dark days, like we're all struggling, but like, like, you know, and even with the movement, like it's just so wild. Like yeah. talk about that a little bit. Cause it's just Yeah, totally. Like I've always crazy. been a really happy go lucky guy kind of thing. A lot of energy typically. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's been challenging and I'm not going to say that, yeah, I'm not gonna sugarcoat it or anything. It has been really challenging. And I've had days and weeks where like, I just felt like things like, what's the point? And you know, you kind of feel like you, you wanna give up or whatever, but resiliency, that's a big word. And I think, mm. I think we've all proved to ourselves that we're more res resilient than we think. Um, yeah, you just gotta keep trying to push through. And I know at the end of the day, when I've been in those darker places, I just have to remember what are the things that make me feel my best. A lot of time that's like, I've always had a guilty of having an early bedtime. So getting back to bed at a normal time, because when I'm not feeling well, sometimes you want to drown out with Netflix and then you're staying up later and you know, so yeah, just get back to what I love and exercising regularly, eating healthy again, stuff like that. So I know it sounds cliche, typical trainer response, but, <laughs> but, but it works, but it works. It it's works. so true. And, um, I mentioned I have a show on cable 14 too, and a lot of it, we talk about wellness and mental health and stuff like that. So we always touch on a lot of those habits and for everyone, those habits are different, right? So you're the th things that make you feel better might be reading. It might be, I'm a big gardener and lawn guy too. So that's one thing that always makes me feel better. So just doing all those things that I love, like that's important to me. And I got to stick to those so that I stay in a better headspace because as long as I'm in that better headspace, I can provide more value to our clients. For sure. Yeah. Hmm. Can't fill anyone's cup if your cup's empty, right? 100%. Yeah. <laughs> like has do you, like what's the overall mindset like you know with 
all your clients, like just as a community? Totally. I think, yeah, in general, a lot of people are really struggling right now. And that's another thing that makes it challenging for me when I'm struggling is like when you're, you're trying to communicate with your members and then you know that they're down and I don't know, it's hard. Like, and like I said, it's hard to fill their cup if yours is empty. So I think that's why I have to prioritize myself at that point. And then I can help them so much better. And yeah, it's just like trying to remind them too of the things that they enjoy and getting back to that, whether it's walking with their family or playing with their dog or whatever, the list is endless of what you can do. But yeah, I think the general consensus is everyone's going through a pretty rough time, whether whether it's stress of their job and homeschooling kids or it's stress of isolation or it's stress of job loss uh, or income loss, like things like that. I think everyone's just going through their own unique situation right now. So yeah, I think we'll all do better if we support each other though and get through it together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I agree. You know, we got to like stick together on it and it is tough and everybody's going through things and it's hard, but we can get through it. Totally. Uh, yeah. And it's amazing that you have been able to get through it this far, having been only open for like three months in yeah. person. Yeah. You Thank know? You. Yeah. yeah, totally. And I think too, it's like circling back to what you talked about community and that's kind of what sets you apart. It's like people finding other people to help them through these times because we are so isolated so it's like why it's important to cultivate that totally yeah and i think like speaking to that community like i honestly couldn't get through this if it wasn't for our rock star members and clients that are sticking sticking through i remember when the pandemic first happened i had two clients that were in florida and they typically did five sessions a week and they're like well we're not gonna we obviously can't train we're stuck in florida right now but start billing us our five sessions per week uh, just started injecting some cash flow and some members have offered loans and things like that or or prepaying their membership or prepaying even more personal trip like I don't know the list is so long and I'm so Amazing. grateful for all the members I couldn't do it without them yeah. you know what though that shows why it's so important when you're like running a business to invest in the people and like invest in your community Versus, like you said, that less, in my mind, a less resilient model, which is that one where you're just trying to use, like, fear to get people to come back in. Totally. Yeah. And I think, like, those models, like, they're not there to really help people. A lot of those models are there to make a quick buck or something like that. And I think the reality in the fitness industry, no one gets in it to be a millionaire, you know? Like, we're not going to be rich. We're all in that same boat. (laughs) Yeah. But to be honest, like, I get so fulfilled. Like, when you see a client reach a goal or, like, when you get that email from a client that says, like, oh, I just did this. I'm like, when I started, I could only do this. Like, that makes my day. And that's that's why we're here, right? 100%. Even hearing your story, I'm like, my heart is so full. Just hearing, like, people that want to support you and help you. And then, you know, we experience that all the time too we're just like super grateful and then even like people who aren't members at momentum like just people in the community like them checking in on me like that's been super Mm -hmm. cool too just knowing like people are thinking about me and stuff like that and and care enough to actually check in that means a lot yeah yeah it's really been a crazy experience you know like i still remember the time that this all started we were literally going to meet for the first time in person totally and then there was like a 
uh, I don't know, like a six month gap or something where like we finally met in person, you know, it's just what a, what a wild time. Yeah. I'm pretty sure we met and did a podcast though, before we actually met face to face. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Well, I think so. Yeah. I, I don't know. Yeah, the age crazy. of connecting with people on Zoom. <laughs> totally. yeah. But you gotta love this. Imagine, imagine we were going through this pandemic ten years ago without all this technology. Oh. You know, and even like being able to FaceTime clients has been mm-hmm. awesome too, and way easier than Zoom, in, in my opinion. So, yeah. 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 I gotta love technology for that. Yeah. But it does well, make it hard to set boundaries because now you're always on your computer. A lot of us are really housebound now too, right? So. You're at your house, you're always on your computer when an email comes through. A lot of people, uh, they feel obligated to answer that email right away because they're at home anyway, mm-hmm. probably on their computer anyway, mm-hmm. you know? So yeah, it gets hard, but even more important to set those boundaries. And, and I think if you can set your boundaries between work and screen time and play time and stuff like that, if you can do that now, then when we get beyond all this, you're gonna set yourself up for so much success with your habits and routines mm-hmm. and everything. So interesting. And that's kind of the last like big question I wanted to ask you was like, obviously, and I agree with you where I personally really enjoy in-person, you know, work. Uh, But that being said, I think we probably both agree there's a value to the virtual stuff. Um, I'm curious to hear what are your thoughts on how your business transforms after you know things go back to normal will you keep some of the technological aspects of things a hundred percent i know like we use true coach just like you guys we've been using true coach for like two years that's always going to be something we implement so we can program for people that aren't even members at momentum um so we'll always have that component um well i think we'll always do this hybrid model where we're still offering virtual classes because we just do one live class per day at 8 a.m., but then upload it to YouTube. But like I said, we've set up a whole virtual gym membership now, and that's a whole new revenue stream. So by cutting out that virtual aspect, we're gonna lose out on that revenue too. It's not just about revenue, but it's a cool way to connect with people outside of your walls, like I said. So yeah, I think we'll always run that hybrid model. And then for virtual personal training, I think that's gonna stay with us for quite some time, particularly with the clients that have access to like a home gym setup. Mm -hmm. Um, We've actually seen with a lot of those clients, they've actually increased the frequency of their sessions per week because they no longer have to commute to and from a gym, Mm -hmm. their shower's right there, they have everything they need at their house. So uh, the other cool thing about virtual training is like some of our clients right now, they've gone up to their cottage for the weekend and I could still do their sessions with them this morning. You know, whereas before we could only do sessions if they were on the gym floor. I can also be anywhere and still lead a session too. All you need is Wi-Fi or data, right? So I think we'll always continue running a virtual model, um, but I'm sure it'll change in some way once we're beyond all this. It, it probably won't be five live classes a week. It'll probably be three live classes a week or something, but still upload everything to our channel and have a good on-demand option. Cause right now I think our on-demand channel has over 300 workouts on there. And there's a huge variety, like we've connected with other studios. So right now we have uh, an instructor from Moto Yoga Hamilton. So she's been leading our yoga classes and she can promote Moto right through that, I don't care if she wear a moto sweater for all I care. Uh, all I know is I'm not leading the yoga, and that's good. For me. <laughs> <laughs> my only good pose is Shavasana when you lie there. It's <laughs> yeah. my favorite too. Yeah, so yeah, I think 
we'll just continue running all that. And it's good having the variety. So there's something for everyone, and that's my goal. Yeah. I'm looking forward to the time, like, you know, five years from now when we can have, a, like, a holographic version of Tyler Imagine. in our home gym. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I know we were chatting quickly about this, but the other cool thing about the virtual is, like, the traction that it's gained. Like, um, Cable 14 reached out and wanted me to run something similar for them. So that's been really good, like, brand exposure for us to have a weekly show with them. Yeah. And it's cool get, getting more people moving and stuff like that too, right? Yeah, and when does that air? Thursdays at 4 p.m. on Cable 14. And then there's reruns all throughout the week as well. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> all right, Tyler. see my ugly mug on TV. <laughs> Without a mask. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Are you ready for this? Uh-oh. It's going to be the rapid-fire round. All right, here we okay. go. So, no pressure. Okay. Favorite restaurant in the Dundas-Hamilton area? I got a couple because it all depends on my mood. Is that allowed? <laughs> Absolutely. Okay. I was going to say no, but I guess it was the boss. So. Yeah. <laughs> So right in town here, I love like uh, Bangkok Spoon and India Village because I love Thai and Indian food. Mm -hmm. That's when I really want to like eat a lot. Yeah, because I, I don't know. that you. I really pick out when I go there. <laughs> uh, but like I really love Berkeley North. Me and my wife really like it. They have a lot of like shareable plates. So that one's downtown Hamilton. But me and my wife like the shareable plates because she likes, like, I call her a pigeon. She just, like, pokes at everything. <laughs> but you can grab, like, six dishes and you don't leave there feeling stuffed. And then my friend's also the owner and he's super cool and all their staff and everything. So we love supporting them. I went and to high school with him. Oh, yeah. Side note, yeah. No way. Cool. Yeah. yeah. And then the meal because who doesn't love tacos? Yes. So four, four answers for you. The mule has been so consistent That's with it. that question yeah i think it's a fun little menu and vibe too uh, like yeah yeah i think they always do well and then so the same owners have borough and burlington so i live in burlington so we also go to borough quite often i've yeah. been there too yeah yeah it's they're awesome. gonna have to sponsor the podcast i was gonna point. say like we need to figure this out <laughs> yeah, <laughs> favorite type of fitness favorite type of fitness um i'm gonna say sports i i've always been like competitive in some way uh but i love sports because you can choose how much you want to compete and it's togetherness with your teammates or even even uh like triathlon a very individual sport but i love triathlon i just like kind of recently got into that a few years ago um and i like the training for that too because it's always something new you swim you bike you run you know so yeah i would say maybe sports Favorite local trail? Mm, I'm not good at this one because I don't do these trails that I live in Burlington. Um, I don't know if you knew, but so when Coach K worked at Momentum, she had a hike club. And a lot of times we separated to two groups. And one time I led, I, I'm pretty sure it was the only hike club I helped with. I led uh, the one group and I got us lost. <laughs> but thankfully everyone there is from Dundas so they could help me navigate. But that just shows. But I know the hike that I've always done is the peak. That's always the classic one. But I haven't done that one in a while. Um, and then I do always love the rail trail. Uh, so when I was doing like Ironman training and stuff like that, it was my favorite thing to run for momentum, hit the trail. You could run so far down there. But one of my favorite things about that trail is especially early morning when people are walking their dogs, drinking their coffee, everyone's like, hey, hey, beautiful day. And no matter what the temperature is, like everyone's just so friendly and 
you get the endorphins from your run, so that's always a highlight. So, yeah, I don't know if that answers your question, but <laughs> real <does>. trail. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Super creative. <laughs> Last one. Uh, what does uh, move local mean to you? I think it moves, uh, means two things. For one, I think it's, um, it's a community. Local makes me think community. Um, so I think community for sure. And then move just makes me think like health-minded type individuals or business owners or communities. So I just think like it's a community of health, health-minded people. That's what I would say. Awesome. I wasn't expecting that one. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks so much, Tyler. Uh, if you want, just, you know, if anybody's like interested in uh, going to Momentum or signing up or anything else, social media, kind of let them know and we'll uh, we'll put things in the show notes as well. Awesome. Sounds good. Yeah. You can catch us on social media anytime. Uh, Momentum Ham On. Uh, that's our Facebook and Instagram handle. And then you can reach out to us at any time at hello at getmomentum.ca. Awesome. Boom. Sweet. Thanks for having me, team. Yeah. Love you guys. <laughs>